0: What i Ay. Fuck Donald Trump. Ay. Fuck Donald Trump. Okay. Fuck a nigga up. Hey. Fuck Donald Ay. Trump. Okay. Fuck okay. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone told me a lie today. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that, that had nothing to do with nothing. I just like that sound bite. But what's up, everyone? This is episode 72 of the Illogical Sense Podcast. 72. And, to, and this is me, your boy, Mr. Busby, along with my boy, Mr. JC Cracking everybody
1: once again. This episode is brought to you by by I should say Bly. <laughs> by by Slurking Bye. Damn, this early. Yeah, but you might got to remember I, I'm I'm stretching it out so like I only poured like a little bit and then the rest is just Sprite. But you know I got to keep up. I got to uh, got to keep it going,
0: man. Shout out to Uncle. Yeah, Boyd. yeah. Well, it's eleven o'clock, so fuck it. It's happy hour somewhere, right? Because we we're recording this pretty early this time because we always record like. Hella late, but this time you know it's Martin Luther King's birthday, exactly. Rest in peace yeah. and happy birthday to the great Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. I heard a lie today again. I just like that sound bite, it's a great sound know. bite. I mean, it's one that very
1: few people even know. It's just, you know,
0: somebody told a lie one day. Just the way he said, even if, he, if you guys ever watched a video of that speech, I mean, when I watched it in high school, I just saw the way he looked when he just looked so irritated. Someone told me a lie today.
1: It definitely sounds better when you look at his facial expression, for sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. Just, like I just told JC right before we recorded, like I, it just popped in my head. Somebody told me a lie today.
1: <laughs> and fortunately for y'all, I found the soundbite, so... Uh... <laughs> one more time.
0: Somebody
1: told a lie
0: one day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. But, you know, to start this show off on a somber note, you got to do a prayers up to all the mudslides that happened out here in Cali and Santa Barbara. Yeah, actually, so crazy. They, were,
1: they had a bunch of those mudslides in um, Montecito uh, near Santa Barbara up here. Um, they actually closed the 101 down towards it's that. Still- Is it still closed? Yeah. So, I mean, the 101 is active all throughout L.A. County. But when you start getting outwards, it's completely blocked off. Um, Yeah, the mudslides came in. Unfortunately, uh, we're up to 17 deaths. Um, I think two to four have been confirmed to be children. Um, Another 100 plus have been taken to the hospitals and over 100 homes have been destroyed in that situation. Um, So we want to send our thoughts and prayers to all those uh, who are affected by that. Damn. Um, yeah, it's man. Just Cali's going through some shit, man. Like Mother Earth, they somebody somebody pissed Mother Earth off over here in Cali. I, mm, might got else? something to do with them Hollywood things that we'll get
0: into later. Yeah, well, well it's better than being in Hawaii because over this weekend yeah. someone decided someone decided to push the red button by accident. <laughs> <because> you- <laughs> Air <Airport> quotes accident. <laughs> I, you could say that. So apparently, late like early Saturday morning out here. Um, Hawaiian people, Hawaiian residents, got a nice little surprise from their phones and all over TV when the emergency alert system came off and it said on their phones, "Ballistic missiles are on our are on the way to the island. See cover. This is not a drill." Nigga, what? Can you so imagine? Far? Can you imagine? Man. I'm sorry. Just, can
1: you imagine? You know, just sitting there watching some old ass reruns of Doug or Rocko's Modern Life. <laughs> And next yes. thing you know, like, the the news alert pops up, and now in your mind, you're like, damn, I think Doug and Rockwell's Modern Life was the last thing I'm going to see on in my lifetime. No,
0: or, no, I saw this one on Twitter, like, some dude was watching a basketball game, and the alert popped up, and he just kept, I just imagine if it was you, you watching the Lakers play, you would have just like, man, turn this shit off, man. Yep. <laughs> you wouldn't even flick. Like, oh, it was everyone's running around you like i don't know and it said what kind of missiles it could have been a nuke just a regular ass missiles it just said ballistic missiles and everyone went fucking ballistic crazy for so about half an hour everyone's seeking cover until the alert popped up and said my bad false alarm no, they, they, they can <laughs> no. say all that
1: false alarm shit all they want to that wasn't no false alarm to me that was a motherfucking warning shot like don't get this shit twisted you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and there's a reason for it because, as you like to coin them, and I affirmly like to coin them at times, the whole-ass motherfucker in office... You call him motherfucker. He's whole-ass nigga in office. Nah, get that's... Right. Yeah, no, no. There's a difference. Right. There's, there's a difference. I'm gonna well, leave it at my, that. around my
0: house, I call him whole-ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> but yeah,
1: to me, that Hawaii shit, that wasn't no accident. That was a warning shot letting him know, like, we could replay this shit from 1941 if you wanted, motherfucker. Like, it don't mm-hmm. matter to us.
0: Well, the dude came out... And he admitted that he accidentally pressed the button by mistake. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine just... Hypothetically Can you imagine if Because they were supposed to do The emergency alert system Like the, the test You know how we always Get that shit out here Right He was supposed to do that But he accidentally Pushed the wrong button And sent out everything And he was like Can you imagine You know At that, that academics gift When he's looking Hella uneasy Yeah Can you imagine that Oh, he's like Oh shit 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 Yep so Just imagine On <laughs> some fucking uh, Some Independence Day shit When you know Oops! What you oops. mean? Oops? Uh, oops! Fuck you mean? Oops! Uh, can you imagine calling your boss like, yeah, uh, I pushed the wrong button, yeah. and the whole nation because they, they said their cell phones, the signal went down, so everyone's just calling landlines and losing their damn minds. And you can you imagine just him going crazy trying to make sure everything like everyone doesn't panic, and then. Yeah, people were putting their kids into the sewers, mm-hmm. and they were doing hella shit. I read one little club quote saying like this dude was at a um, he was at a, bu- a breakfast buffet, uh-huh. and then when everyone's phone went off, everyone started running away crazy and shit. And then <laughs> and then he didn't do nothing. He was like, "Well, shit, I'm getting my breakfast, bro." <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> See, that shit. describes me to a T. Like at that point in my mind, it's like. What, what is there to do It's about to happen Like let me enjoy My final moments The way I planned on Enjoying my final Damn moments Leave me alone Shh, Leave me alone Shit I tell people all the time If I'm asleep on the airplane You got me fucked up If
0: you think you gonna Try to wake me up Just wow. let, let me sleep Oh well, shit man Well you know Thank god Dude, dude I guess the, I remember I saw a report Dude came out And admitted that he fucked up So you know he fired Oh yeah he gone He gone But uh, yeah, thank God everyone in Hawaii is okay For sure That shit really happened Yeah, definitely But when it goes That was like a little shithole incident that happened (sighs) Speaking of a shithole Yeah um,
1: Man, where do we begin? Because this motherfucker been in the news all week
0: And you know me, people I don't like talking about this nigga But he just likes to be cute Yes No homo So I mean, so (laughs) That's what I say about racist people That's what I say about racist people When they do some racial shit I just be like oh that's cute That actually actually fit perfect Because I thought you were going to say pause
1: And then afterwards I was going to say let's rewind it back (laughs) (laughs) But let's rewind this back The last time we were on air It was episode 71 And we were in the midst of watching the national title game Which of course He was there And Um, he didn't know the words of the national anthem Exactly (laughs) um, We went off air before the title game And on a side note what a damn title game that was. Alabama ends no, up coming... It. Shit, man. They end up coming back off the the name of a freshman that nobody could even pronounce. That's, um, yeah, that pass
0: was crazy. I, I remember I was... I think I was uploading the podcast. I was uploading something. I was looking up something. And I look up, and they play them, and they play, and he just... Bombs it out there. I was like, oh shit, that's game. Because I was thinking, like, maybe the other team has another chance to win. Where I was like, oh no, that's game. Blouses, the end. Yo,
1: man. Wow. You'll never see an- anybody that wide open like that. But yeah, you know, Alabama came up with the victory. They've won, I think, three titles out of the last four. Um, Kendrick's, oh yeah, side note: Kendrick's performance was all right too. Yeah, it was. It was, it was cool. Special. You know, you know some. Again, well, let's just get off of these side notes because they're all tangent. <laughs> they're tangent. Because we're, this we're, we're, we're all,
0: we wanted, to, I just we just want to avoid the subject, kind of. Right. Fuck
1: that nigga. Um. Yeah. People were actually people were pissed off with Kendrick's performance. Um. Because they were basically looking at it from the standpoint of yo, you had opportunity to go at Trump, yada yada yada. And to me, I was like. Well, that wouldn't have mattered because he performed outside the damn stadium. It wasn't like Trump was like, hey, let me go see this nigger Kendrick Lamar real quick. You know what and I'm plus, saying? Like, he wanted in and attendance.
0: Pl- and plus, Kendrick wasn't. Kendrick has made it obvious. He said it, like, time and time again. He's not really going to do political talk like that for obvious reasons because, you know, he doesn't want that kind of power Exactly. So, so
1: everything was cool at that point as far as the Monday goes. But in man, hindsight, looking back at it, maybe if we knew what we then, what we know now— Kendrick definitely would have took some shots Because this motherfucker
0: This nigga Man Okay so during a meeting Even in my notes I have him as whole ass nigga That's what I call it. him <laughs> It's either 45 or whole ass nigga so He's we not bullshit him. either Of course we started
1: in the, Sorry again um, yeah. For all the listeners out there Hit us up on Twitter We finally have our uh, account handle open I think I might send a screenshot of the notes just to confirm what Busby says. He, It's, oh. it's not bullshit. Whole-ass nigga in office is actually the name of the top. That's what
0: I call him on Twitter all the damn time. <laughs> That's what we call him around the house. We don't, do not, on this show, his name is not to be mentioned. So it's whole-ass <laughs> nigga or 45. <laughs> oh, shit. Whole-ass nigga decided to have a meeting with his constituents. I can't even say, you know, with his people, which- Yeah, I can't say I have a lazy tongue. (laughs) And they were talking about immigration and all that. So then he goes and says... Uh, verbatim, I'm just going to say what he said, he said, why are we allowing, uh, witnesses said in that meeting, he says, why are we allowing people that come from shithole countries to come into the U.S.? Now, these shithole countries that he's talking about is referring to African countries like Haiti and El Salvador mm-hmm. and other little spots, you know, where we come from. He said, and why can't we bring people from Norway over here? Now, people in Norway is just full of white people. So, it's like, you know, you can't get any more racist than that. So, to me, I wasn't surprised. Every time he says some crazy shit, I'm really not surprised at all. I'm more surprised that everyone else is surprised. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes any sense to me. Like, are you niggas dead? Why are y'all getting so angry about this shit? I mean, why are you? I've been telling you
1: for over a year. That's basically how I, I take all this information in. Uh, uh, same
0: here. I've been like that. I, I ever since he came in, I've been chill about it. I, doesn't mean I want to talk about it, but it's just I'm numb to this whole ass nigga now. I'll, it's him
1: I'll tell you what. What one country he better not have been speaking of because he had his damn mind if he even tries to speak on this country. What Wakanda?
0: Don't you dare what? talk about talk about Wakanda now. It ain't that ain't no, no shithole? No, 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 no. You know what's funny? This news reporter before I even logged in, this news reporter told what said she wants she would pay any newscaster to ask. Oh, um, whole ass nigga <laughs> about Wakanda and see what he says <laughs> 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 oh, it would man. pay any of them $200 just to ask him for what he says that'd be awesome back to this when he said the whole shit whole country, it was like a huge backlash everyone was pissed off Don Lemon just had enough and he just flat out said the whole ass nigga in office is, pres- is, is racist yep. <laughs> he didn't say that verbatim but that's what I said. that's how I saw it and you and I both were talking about it like huh no shit you think? No shit, you think You think So it's, you know, there's like a huge resist People, like out here in San Francisco They even had a fucking big ass billboard That said, shithole president yeah. And a lot of people And you know, immigration and everyone crying And shit like that, it's just crazy How, how like mentally It's mentally exhausting Just to be uh, outraged about all the little stupid ass shit He does, cause it's stupid People think he's evil, he's not evil He's a fucking idiot there's a difference. That's what I call him. He's just a fucking big ass idiot. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing of it is, though, is he he genuinely
1: knows what the hell he's doing. So you really think so? Of course. I mean, we, you, we talked about I, this. I, we talked about this last week where it was the reason why he ran for president wasn't because he wanted to make change. He just got bored and he felt it would help his brand. So clearly he knows what he's
0: doing but he knows the walls are also but he does know the walls are closing in on him oh for so, sure so like it's just not it's not a matter of if he gets impeached or arrested it's just a matter of when exactly so, I mean, know, at, my mom at, at this point him, I'm
1: th- I'm sorry at this point I'm just I'm just waiting for people to defend the fact well you know if he ever does come out and says nigger with the hard E-R well, oh, they say they, they say it in rap lyrics. So who? Well, oh, so now you want to be offended? And it's like, all right, bro, for sure because no, they're doing that, the exact happens, they're doing the exact same shit with this topic right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. They're, it's not surprised.
1: Like he like I said, is it really that surprising? No, nah, of you? course not. I'm just I'm yeah. I'm trying to pull my best Aaron Magruder and try to prophesy all this shit in advance. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like like I'm new I'm Here Noon I'm Huey Freeman in the third season. Nah, I'm
1: retired. Yeah. And then, you know, in, in honor of today, <laughs> I'm going to Canada.
0: <laughs> I'm going to Canada.
1: <laughs> shit. But you know, um You know what country that uh he probably thinks is a shithole, but it ain't a shithole to the ball family. Oh shit. Big bottle brand does. Big bottle brand in Lithuania. Oh
0: so, okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw
1: I saw a little bits of that shit. Yeah, so if you remember, um now, we were discussing over these past few weeks, of course, the whole situation with Jello. So, he gets taken out of UCLA. Um, they already, already took Melo out of um, the Chino Hills High School to homeschool mm-hmm. him. And they was like, well, we're going to get paid in Lithuania. So, we going to go over there. And everybody Shit. was laughing until you realize just how big the brand is over there now. Because the, ha- the half-court logo is just a big-ass triple B logo. And Damn. the referees... Their uh, uniform on the back is a Triple B logo. Like, wow. They are not playing around. And on a Tuesday, a work day of all days, some 115,000 viewers tuned into Facebook Live and watched this ah. game. Well, that's amazing. Well, damn.
0: See, I got, you know, even though the character of LaVal Ball is kind of just out there, of course, reminds me of a certain somebody that I used to work with. <laughs> mm-hmm. OJ, not mm-hmm. that OJ, but you know what I mean. Yep, he has a great mind. Oh yeah, and he knows what he's doing, and he's branding himself. And you know, like I said, it's going to be a fire ass thirty for thirty. Whenever they decide to do easily. that, easily. Hopefully, the ki- hopefully the, the two kids become superstars like the older brother. But you know, yes, yeah, so we'll you're, see. And, and they had they had good
1: debuts. You know, Jello dropped nineteen. Um, Mello had uh, he had ten, but it was his passing man that. Melo done grew from like five eight to like six five overnight. Like the shit's scary. Well, he's speaking of that he's tall keep now. Going.
0: Speaking of that, like his brother, his middle brother, did you see that clip of Lavar like pretty much going off on him when he when they when they confronted him yes. about stealing? Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, I mean he is a
1: dad. I'm not surprised how he acted. So. Of course. Yeah, he's he's actually he's been doing that. If you watch season one towards the end of the season when they were doing the car shopping and Melo mm-hmm. kept acting up in the dealership, Nah, he, he put all that LeVar character to the side and he went straight into dad mode and was like, Look, man, don't don't <laughs> let these cameras fool you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll I'll beat your ass for these cameras. You remind we'll me twitty. of a jackass. You remind me of a jackass. We didn't get that sound bite no, I'll send that to you. I'm, I'm looking for it. <laughs> I already know what it is. I'll send it to you. But um yeah, best besides the point. So um if we say in like shithole racist thing, Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lupe So, Lupe. because of I respect Lupe as a rapper You know, he dropped classic With food and liquor and the cool But when it comes to politics And his little woke shit Sometimes he, he sounds like The smartest dumb nigga in the room So, when elections go down During election years He's one of the advocates on Twitter That always he always, Not even Twitter, but in interviews He always talks about How he doesn't like to vote He doesn't want to vote He says your vote doesn't matter Government bullshit, you know, all that other bullshit, right? Well, after Trump made his little shithole comments, he goes on Twitter and he says, after all that, he's gonna vote in the midterm elections. And to me, it's just like, really, bruh? (laughs) Okay Okay So that's all it had to take for you Because I remember During the elections When he was going against Hillary He was like Oh I'm not voting And he was just looking down And he was one of the first people To laugh after Trump got elected And now when he sees How real it gets Then he decides to be like, Okay I'm going to vote In the midterm elections And get him out of there Oh now you want him out Okay Sometimes Lupe Is just full of shit sometimes Man I like him But sometimes this politics shit Just gets on my fucking nerves He was always critical about Obama's leadership too. When Obama was office, he was talking about him like he was the most evil person in the world. He's like a mass demon and all that. That's how they always. That's how everyone looks at the government. That's how they looked at Hillary. That's how they looked at Obama. They think they're like some mass demons or some shit like that. Like they're gonna open. They're gonna take the mask off and be it was me, Austin. And someone we all just gonna like, oh, son of a bitch. Everyone's gonna be like Jr. But in reality, they're just trying to get. They're trying to move things along. Now when you see. And now you see a real demon in the flesh. No mask, no nothing. He's letting you know how he gets down. Now you scared. Fuck out of here, Lupe. You know what edition of
1: Lupe Fiasco I appreciate and i have grown to to like a lot? What? Martial arts Lupe Fiasco. You be watching him in them videos where he working that sword, man. Man, He a cold nigga with that sword, man. Yeah, he trying to be like Kung Fu Kenny or something. Hey, man, he's the original Kung Fu Kenny.
0: He's Kung Fu Lupe. Speaking of Kung Fu Kenny... A little side note. I know I, I kind of haven't been going into this debate because everyone's been talking about it on Twitter. He sparked a debate on Twitter. I didn't get into it because I think it's just stupid. But he feels that Kendrick isn't a top tier rapper. You don't in say. In his opinion, he feels allir- lyrically and and all this other stuff, he's not a top tier rapper in his opinion. Well, damn. And it's just I don't know if he's like like Joe Budden just said because he's been very critical of. Kendrick Lupe mm-hmm. about certain things and I think Joe Button just pretty much just said why don't you just diss him why don't you just get a line and just diss him and test him to see what happens because Kendrick has drew, drew the line in the sand for all these rappers for the past what since control he drew the line in the sand and he told people to step up basically why, does, why doesn't Lupe just flat out just diss them and see what happens just so he can test test to see who the real lyrical miracle rappers are I mean that's just me uh,
1: you and I both were in agreement on that my friend I mean At this rate, what's everybody got to lose at this point? Just go for it.
0: Like I don't know why Lupe just wants to be like, want to be Joe Budden and just voice his opinion. I mean, it's cool, but you still, but he says he retired from rapping too, kind of. So at this point, he should just get a podcast or something. That'll be interesting. I'll listen to a Lupe podcast. Hell yeah. That'd be interesting, but at this point, like Joe Budden said, he's like, "What's his name? What's his name? Kendrick did not say Candyman Man. <laughs> like, Promise you, you see Candy Candy Man. He said it on Element. So draw the line in the sand. So so why don't you step over that line and see what you made of? Basically. I like Lupe, and he is one of the top rappers. But did he ever drop three classics back to back to back? No. No. <laughs> I got the soundbite <laughs> for that too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone told me a lie today. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but whatever, man. Lupe just needs to just just put it to the mic or whatever. Speaking of Mike, Tommy Laren, that's how you say her name? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Laren. Whatever her damn name is. The racist ass wannabe Ann Quotler. I- I don't pay attention to her. People like her and Rush Limbaugh and all these other, and Bill O'Reilly, I don't pay attention to what they say because they're trollers. They're racial trollers. They know what they're saying. And honestly, I don't even feel they believe this shit because, I don't know, they're just trying to make money off of it. I think Aaron Magruder kind of showed how that shit is, right? They're just doing, they know their audience, so they're just catering to the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So a video came out of her sitting, of Tommy in her car. And she's singing along to 21 Savage's bank account. <laughs> and twi- black Twitter just had a frenzy about it. Like, oh, you're racist, but you still take it from our culture. And I'm like, you guys don't see the jig in this? Do you know what she's doing right now? She knows what she's doing. She's a troller. She did it for a reaction. And, dude, she likes black things herself. I will not be surprised if she has a black boyfriend getting rimmed in all the damn, damn, all the damn time. It's like it's not surprising to me yeah like a lot a lot of this shit's not surprising to me. It's just like people that get up like they get so mad about little shit now. It's like why y'all getting so angry? <laughs> I'm sounding like now I'm sounding like the grandma from Good Kid Mad City. why are you so angry? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: Like am I Is I'm getting old Or I'm just Or I'm just getting numb to it Or I'm just adapted I don't know what it is man. I'm just I'm but, numb
1: to the shit at this point Like I mean That's You know what it is too It's it's just becoming numb Because as you get older You just start prioritizing
0: What the fuck you allow To piss you off it, Throughout the exactly, daily business. Exactly Exactly And when it comes to that chick I mean honestly She is kinda cute But would I Would I fuck her? No If I'm drunk <laughs> If I'm drunk Anyway moving on Racist people Still on the term Of racist people <laughs> Yeah so as we were um, As we were heading off
1: The air Well I think beforehand um, H&M made waves
0: For all the wrong mm. reasons um, Yeah First of all Do you
1: shop at H&M Because I do not Man they ain't
0: got Nothing in my size Man look at me I'm a big <laughs> nigga You think they got I'm gonna wear some t- Like some skinny jeans And shit No 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 Well see for Yeah
1: see I I have no reason To shop in there um, exactly. But they were running this campaign featuring uh, children and everything was looking good until you got to the picture of the little black boy in the green hoodie. Yep. And the caption read the coolest monkey in the jungle, <laughs> which doesn't necessarily seem as bad until, oh, well. you know, you, you kind of factor in this whole, you know,
0: something called historical relevancy. Yeah, especially when you see the white kid wearing a fuck, uh, uh, hoodie that says what's it called Survivor or some shit like that. Lion Survivor or Tiger? Some I don't know. What? Yeah, Lions, and, Tigers, and, and Bears? Beans, oh my fucking monkey! Beans, beans, tomatoes getting no, yeah, exactly. No, no but he, I remember the look he gives the black kid like, uh, "You sure you want to wear that?" <laughs> right? Yeah. like and he, uh, and The black kid has that look like nigga get the, take the picture and give me this check. <laughs> take the picture, much. nigga. Take uh, the picture.
1: But yeah, so H&M, of course, they
0: caught a lot of heat all this week. Oh yeah man You know how many f- photos I've seen that black kid Looking like a king And all this other stuff Twitter just went so, This is the thing I don't like about Social media sometimes They get They have selective They have tr- trendy outrage That's what I like to call it It's trend. It's, it's it's a trend To be outraged So everyone posts their little videos Everyone posts Their little You know Long ass paragraphs About how racist it is And all this other stuff And I didn't jump on it Cause it was just like uh, Y'all upset aren't you But y'all I know y'all upset for About what a week or two And then you guys gonna get over it
1: Yeah see for me I wasn't one to Initially I wasn't one to jump all in Arms it was when I started um, you know Going into defense mode was when Mm -hmm. You got white people who are like Who cares you know we, well, of course. We, we, of not course. everybody needs to think about race. And it's like, excuse me, that's what we call white privilege where you don't have to think about that shit on a day-to-day basis.
0: You know, racist people always say that
1: shit all the damn time. Why do they always gotta be racial?
0: It's like... It's, I'm like, like motherfucker, your
1: ancestors are the ones that made it that way. Like, we're it's operating like some, off of what they were operating I off think, of. I
0: just think I made this metaphor. But it was like some, some Jedi mind trick. I ain't racist. You're racist. And then you do like, it's like, I'm not racist. You're the one that's racist. Right. I'm the one that's racist. <laughs> like, they yeah, expect us to say that shit. Basically. Like get the fuck out of here! So <laughs> I'm just like, to me, it's just like whatever because I know how black folks are. And they just did a little too much making. Um, What's it called Graphic art Of Photoshops of him Looking like a king And Diddy saying I'm gonna give you a fuck. I'm gonna give the kid uh, More money to be In my model shit And just a whole bunch Of other shit It just felt like They were trying too hard I mean
1: it definitely Went too far But I'll tell you what The hilarity came When they started Doing their own memes And then they took The white kids
0: And they started enhancing those with some (laughs) racially charged
1: captions and stuff. They
0: put the bully, the kid that got bullied who ended up being racist, right? The the, the racist bully victim. And (laughs) he said, (laughs) number one honky or some shit. Exactly. For me, that was, yeah, for me, that
1: was like, okay. But what I didn't, what I really didn't agree with um, was over the weekend. I don't know if it was um, South Africa. Yeah, the South uh, South Africa when Oh boy, just ran up in there and just started tearing shit down. And I'm like, Yeah, you know Why? what? Yeah, I'm like, my whole thing is be upset with corporate, and that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, this is <laughs> uh, this should be eye opening for a lot of companies. Start diversifying mm-hmm. your fucking payroll. Like seriously, oh, yeah. I guarantee diversified
0: people in that freaking ad campaign. Like, exactly, because that that had to go through layers of like, uh, what's it called? Approval had to go through the had to be in the meeting. Then they had to go to, and then they had to take the photo shoot, and then they had to do this that. They went through layers of shit before it reached the right. website. And my whole thing is, if you get at least two or three black or brown
1: folks with some common damn sense they would have told you yo this ain't a good look and even if you know what if you want to keep the caption on the hoodie that's fine but put it on the other kid you know what I'm saying like put it on the white kid that'd be funny right (laughs) Um, but yeah so my whole thing is if you were that upset take it to corporate don't the thing is you're destroying a store and Yes, you're kind of affecting corporate, but you're really
0: affecting the employees, the employees that got nothing that to do to with that. The employees to go and clean that shit up. Exactly. And you filmed it. Like, you thought you were going to get to a lot of cool points and shit like that. You did that in in hopes of going viral, which they did. And they ended up closing some of those stores out there right. because of just how angry everyone was at H&M. And it was like, don't be... Like you said, be mad at corporate. Don't be mad at the employees. Exactly. But, like I said before, because I posted on my Instagram, like, how long y'all going to be upset? Because y'all just going to go back and wear the shit. Like, I'm just... I'm being absolutely up Honestly, honest Because everyone's just like I have They have It's trendy to be it's, it's a trend to be outraged And then go back and wear the shit for When sure. it's not a trend no more They're going to go right back to wearing the shit For sure And I so. mean even the
1: ones We saw it right off the bat The ones that were offended Some of them even backed down When the mom came out And she was like I don't care With You know We've been yeah, doing this they got, for years. Again,
0: You saw how quiet it got When the mom when the mom came in and said Oh it's just don't worry about it I mean we can't disagree with her But if she's not if, And you know it is, It's stupid on her part but if she ain't tripping about it Maybe you shouldn't trip So just chill uh, and, well, That's fucked up to say But it's like I just Some some people just need to Just shut the fuck up Yeah well, I, do, I do commend G-Eazy and Weekend For backing away from it If they know this is fucked up They have to back away from them. Oh because for it's sure not a good look
1: Yeah I, you know? I wouldn't expect anything less From g You know what I'm saying uh, And the Weekend And the Weekend so. I, just, I was just singling out g Just for the simple fact He's a fellow pedestrian. Uh, of course, him too. Yeah. So yeah, I it, that didn't surprise me at all. As soon as I didn't even know he had a partner. Again, I Jeez, terribly, I only, know about, here, I only know about I know about H and M when they're ever they're in the news. Like I don't,
0: nothing attracts
1: me to go purchase anything from that store.
0: Man, that shit's like a man. That shit's for the fucking hype beast and trendy ass people and shit. I right. don't really care about H and M like that? Man, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah. You yeah, know, you're asking, I was on Facebook, getting in arguments and shit. I don't know how you do that, but you just do that. Yeah, you know, some days I just got free
1: time um, in between, you know what I'm saying, in between homework and uh, and being, you know, Uber and Lyft. And most recently, adding DoorDash and Grubhub to the resume. Yeah, get that money, bro. Hell yeah. Get that money, bro. But you know... Somebody it. a line. <laughs> but you know, so- sometimes I just, I got time. And, you know, I'm scrolling through and I see this story take place. <laughs> Um, centered around genuine, because of course genuine's on uh, Big Brother UK, and
0: He's I'm no looking, Big Brother
1: UK. Yeah, and wow, um, he must really need that money. International, um, <laughs> and so the story goes that uh, this transgender woman, um, India Willoughby, um, who's one of the members on there, um, she was basically asking him, you know, which never mind the fact that I have, you know, that transgender is a part of, you know, my. My like gender or whatever. Um, If I'm just woman, would you date me? And his whole thing was, no. I mean, I don't have an issue with you. It's just, I, I would not prefer to I'm not going to date a transgender. Next you thing you know, she lunges at him and then attempts to try to kiss him. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Time whoa, out. Hold up. Fuck? Wait a minute. That's what happened? That's off. That's way out of line. But what shocked me was... A whole bunch of people then turned on Genuine, not her, talking about, well, you should just, you know, you should be more open to it and you're just being transphobic. And I'm reading that. And as soon as I get done reading that, I'm like, yeah, fuck all that. No (laughs) means fucking no. I don't know if many people forget what's going on in Hollywood right now. Or like Caesar. No, basically. I don't know what the, if people kind of remember what's kind of going on right now in Hollywood, but we're going through this whole situation of women coming out because they were being approached with misconduct and sexual assault by men, and they were not approving of it. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, when the roles switch, all of a sudden, what, as a heterosexual black man, it's they're just supposed to take it, and that's that? No That's that? that's not how that shit's Gonna fucking work man Like it's not And I'm going to put this On air right now Cause this shit Really triggered me I was so pissed mm-hmm. off with Pistosity Pistosity at the highest Damn, level
0: Damn I'm starting to get To that point of Pistosity Just
1: because I don't prefer To have a relationship With anybody That is transgender Does Doesn't not mean, mean I do not want them To have the same Civil liberties And rights That every living Human being should have And should be that, uh, you know, that are required to survive on this earth. That, does yeah. not, that has nothing to do with it. I have a preference. I would like to have children. Mm-hmm. There's no way that this, you can't do that. On top of that, I do not want to be involved with somebody that at one point in their lives was the same gender as me. That does not mean that I, do, I feel like they should be outcasts. That does not mean mm-hmm. that I feel like you, we should belittle them and talk down upon them. That's not what that means. But at mm-hmm. the same time, respect where I'm coming from okay that's 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 the whole situation of this all people are just demanding the respect that they rightfully deserve why is it all of a sudden now that as a and i'll say this because it really boils down to it not only as a man but as a black man all of a sudden now you want to flip the script and act brand new
0: See, I had a conversation with one of my homegirls home last, last week about this topic and about how the transgenders and the gay folks always want to push their gay agenda on you when you don't agree with their lifestyle or, and say just because genuine didn't want to kiss to do it, or like the whole Nipsey Hussle shit. When he didn't agree with some stuff, he makes him homophobic, but it's, he does, he's not really homophobic. He's not homophobic at all. He just doesn't get down like that. And you know He probably just doesn't agree with it So if he doesn't agree with it Y'all can just stay over there But that doesn't make him homophobic So just because Genuine didn't want to fucking kiss It doesn't mean he's like A homophobe or whatever He's not down with that Yeah So I'm not He's not gonna force He's not gonna kiss the chick So he can be like. He's not gonna kiss the chick That used to be a man Cause he just He feels uncomfortable with exactly. that Exactly And my whole thing is
1: Again We're going through this whole situation In Hollywood Because Women are being approached in manners that they should not be approached. You should never force yourself on anybody in those manners. But here we just saw in video the same situation just reversed with a man and a woman who was formerly a man. And all of a sudden now you want to apply different types of loopholes and shit like that. That's fucking hypocritical. It's so damn hypocritical, just like Emily Linden. For those who don't Mm -hmm. remember Emily Linden, that bitch and that poor excuse of a woman... She Ooh, went on shit. Twitter. Uh, what was it, November? And she oh, goes, wow, "You had this ready. I, look, I've been sitting on this for a while, and I've been waiting <laughs> for the right time to bring this out." I'm telling you, I had the screenshot saved, and as soon as this, I'm telling you, this genuine <laughs> situation triggered the fuck out of me. But Yes, I'm telling you right now. Her tweets read as the following quote: "Here's an unpopular opinion." I'm actually not all that concerned about Innocent men losing their jobs over false Sexual assault harassment allegations Sorry if some innocent Men's reputations have to take a hit in the Process of undoing the patriarchy That is a price I'm absolutely willing to pay Bitch what wow, nice the fuck subway. Is you That's a
0: nice subway to the next who topic the, A price you're willing to pay
1: What price are you paying You ain't paying shit <laughs> And that's the issue well, That's the motherfucking issue we have right now Busby it's, it's this, it's this simple. It's, you know, we're, I'm as a man, I fully agree that women have it rough out here and they mm-hmm. shouldn't have it that way. Mm-hmm. But then don't try to, don't try to get something into a positive light by then doing more damage to people that ain't got shit to do with it and are trying to help your cause. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that's all, that's that hypocritical shit. And you know how I feel about hypocrites. I don't fuck with that shit at all, dude. Oh, like, I, I, know. I don't play with that. I, oh damn. You called me
0: Aaron. Shit. You pissed. Pissed off, TC. Pissed off, TC. The number one thing about me, JC calls me Aaron. That's how I know he's pissed. He always calls me Buzzbee. When he calls me Aaron, he's pissed. Yes, he's mad. He's big mad. I'm mad. I tell you, I, I've been sitting on this for
1: almost two months now to to the dot. And I again, this whole situation, it really triggered me because it's like, yo, man, we can agree to disagree and still keep it pushing. And I can still support you, but respect where I'm coming from. And where uh, I'm coming from, exactly,
0: like just. <laughs> Uh, You know, that's where I'm at with that. It's 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 an illogical world, bruh.
1: Well, speaking of
0: an illogical world, that's a nice little subway to the next subject. So, James Franco and Aziz Ansari got caught up last week. They did. Some females came out and accused them of sexual assault. Ah, oh, man! Well, James Franco I wasn't really that surprised about because you know it's kind of been well known. It happened like a few. That wasn't happened like a few months ago, a few years ago when he was trying to holler at some underage chick, and he didn't know social media. So he kind of, he pretty much apologized for that shit. He said he didn't know no better. You know they kind of gave him a pass off that. But then a week after he won his Golden Globe, an article came out when five women came out accusing him of sexual assault, of uh, being yeah. pretty much being a perv, pretty much and one of them says he got years back he got caught up for taking another yeah uh, he pretty much one chick accused him of saying like during an orgy scene i was like first of all why are you in an orgy scene but right but he took the plastic off his dick so he could kind of penetrate more or whatever and she felt uncomfortable and he'll make little perverted comments and you know five women came out about it and you know it wasn't really a good look so he was on Seth Meyers and he pretty much he made a little statement saying there are people that need to be heard. I have my own side of the story, but I believe in these people that have been underrepresented, getting their stories out, getting their stories out enough that I will hold back things that I can say just because I believe it that much. So I have to take a knock because I'm not going to try and actively refute things that I, I will because I believe in it that much. So pretty much he's taking a back seat, and he's pretty much apologized for what happened. So. You know, yeah, to me, um, I'll, I'll
1: wait to hear more about the story mm-hmm. um, as it progresses. Um, basically, that's all that's the difference between James Franco and everybody else. It's that everybody else was kind of like, Oh, yeah, you know, I gotta apologize. His whole stance was, Hey, I apologize if there was something that came across, but I'm going to firmly deny any of these accusations. I have my own versions, but mm-hmm. at the same time we are in a situation where women do not need to be discouraged by this and they need to keep coming out and telling their truths. Mm-hmm. for that, that's why I'm going to give this some time because again, everybody else, they pretty much indicted themselves,
0: pretty much
1: He, Dang. on the other hand, he's kind of, you know, he's recognizing some situations where, you know alright, maybe I did mess up but it's not if, it, if I did, it, it likely wasn't to that extreme and y'all got one rendition of the story, I got my own, but that's not the focus
0: right now Pretty much Like I fucked up But you know He stepped in front of the bullet So I give right. I, I commend him Unlike all the other ones I waited a long time He stepped in front of the bullet And admitted it So Excuse me Well not admit it But he knew he fucked up So Right Now this situation With Aziz sorry. This shit Man This shit was just Random as fuck So Late Saturday An article popped up From this website Called babe.com B How do you say Babe B B Whatever and it's like a feminist... Babe.net or something. Babe.net, some shit. It was like a feminist website or whatever. And an article came out about Aziz about, uh from a, an anonymous female that he met at an Oscar party last year. And she pretty much has her own account of the worst date she's ever been on was with him. Now, I sent the story to JC. We both read it. And pretty much in the story, she pretty much accuses Aziz Ansari of sexually assaulting her. That's what she implied. Mm -hmm. right now when i first read it i was more in shock like fuck because i like aziz i'm sorry i like masters of none and it's like fuck man why did you have to be a fucking jackass for man right but then i was kind of more in shock so i read the story i was more on her side of the story of course i'm always on the woman's side at first because you know she's the one doing it so she's the victim or whatever right right but then i decided to reread it for whatever like i remember some people said like yo you should reread that story and just l- read it from an open mind point. So I reread the story, and then I started questioning shit. And then when I was almost when I was pretty much done with the story, I was like, "Wait a fucking minute!" So you say this? I told you to read it. So you sum up the story so I could just tell people about what happened. Yeah. So my so accounts. basically,
1: this woman uh, basically this woman met uh, Aziz um, at the was an awards ceremony. It was the, it was the award,
0: it was the it was the Oscars after party.
1: The Oscars after party. Um, he's taking pictures with the camera. She liked the camera They took pictures with. Over the course of the night, they kept drawing eye contact with each other. They exchanged numbers. Um, and they agreed to go out on a date. Um, I don't know if it was weeks or just days later. Either way, they That's end up going out beer. on a date. Mm-hmm. And um, they go out to dinner. She starts complaining that it was white wine, even though she likes red wine. But it was already ordered. Um, he pays the bills. So they could get out of there. She felt it was rushed. They go back to his place. Um, they get into some adult uh, relations. Um, she doesn't say that she... She said she kind of felt like they were rushing, but she didn't stop it.
0: Yeah, she let it um, keep
1: going. Yeah, um, which was a red flag for me right off the jump. Because I'm like, yo, anytime I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I let that shit be known right then and there, so that way there's no need to c- continue processing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that you can't feel uncomfortable, but to me... Anytime anybody feels uncomfortable, usually it's always something said. Yes. Um, so they're kissing, and then she said that he's, you know, reaching for her breasts, and he, he goes to take her shirt off. That's when she says, whoa, let's slow down. He goes, okay. So he backs off, and they continue kissing. Um, it, perfor- it then leads to him performing oral sex on her, which she clearly didn't have an issue with. Yeah. Um, then it uh, went to her performing oral sex on him, which she says it was for her it was weird but again she didn't seem to have an issue with getting his pants off she so did she it twice proceeded. she did it twice by the way right and then um when it came time for him to engage in actual um an actual Sex. sexual intercourse um that's when she said you know no let's i'm not really feeling it so he said okay like there's no need to rush because it and i to paraphrase it's only cool if both of us are down for it. Like, if not, then there's no need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So then she went to the bathroom for like five minutes, comes back and Marie, gets herself together. And then she says, you know, at that point, I, I felt like he was going to, you know, just rub on my hair or give me a back rub. And then... He pulls his penis back out and he goes, again? So I got on my knees and I sucked his dick again. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I
0: just imagined Aziz Sorry doing that with that little grin on his face. Oh, the big old smile with his yeah. mouth's all wide open. Yeah, bro. I can see him doing <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
1: But see, that, and that's, a, that's where a red flag came up again. It was like, look, you said you've been feeling uncomfortable this whole situation. Yes. You went and got yourself, you know. You're rearranging yourself in the bathroom. You were in there for five minutes. You come back out, and then he says, "Suck my dick again," and you do it
0: twice. That's two times,
1: two times. And so from there, they it just. After a while, she's like, "I'm I'm gonna go," and then she messages him saying, "You know, like basically trying to put everything, yeah, basically trying to put it all off on him as if he was the only one that initiated this engagement."
0: Yeah. So. I read all that and that when I read it again I was like wait a minute she set this nigga up and then Crazy. it was like so pretty much you got you got embarrassed that you messed around with this nigga and the, the one quote that stuck out to me the most cause it's just an article came out in Atlantic that's, that pretty much did the same shit when she told him oh you're just like the rest of them that pretty right. much stuck a nerve with me cuz it was like, oh, so you thought he he was going to make you his boyfriend and his girlfriend and shit. You right. thought you all were going to have a happy ever after and you going to go to the red carpets and all this other shit. But all he wanted to do was just fuck. And probably from his viewpoint you probably gave him a lot of signs that made him think that, oh, so you just wanna fuck and that's it. Because she was even saying in that little text message, Well, you didn't take my nonverbal cues and da 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 like he was supposed right. to read your fucking mind. Fuck you mean. Even he said I'm confused because I thought you wanted you wanted this. And the only thing I got from this article is that Azizi has Aziz has no game. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to women <laughs> It seemed like an episode Pure fame Yeah I, It seemed like an episode From Masters of None It was just like Oh so he really goes Through this shit <laughs> Damn man See now you don't. You done
1: fucked up Cause now I got the image Of when she comes out The bathroom And he just looks at her And he tilts his head sideways And he just starts Pointing to his dick With that open ass smile
0: <laughs> No The the one that got me <laughs> Laughing Was when he was kissing her And he was putting his thumbs Down her throat And I was just like what the oh, fuck you are Mick yeah. Foley <laughs> I <laughs> mister. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Sucko
0: no no there's two <laughs> fingers he's kissing her and he puts her thumbs down also Mr. Sucko shit my nigga what the fuck you doing i yeah. like, <laughs> gonna kiss a female you just do that shit <laughs> that's <laughs> some random ass shit <laughs> imagine that like, you know how Mick Foley sets it up and she's turning uh, she's getting ready so imagine her going out the bathroom and he right. and he has his hands he's up he's all turned around go. and he's got he's got his <laughs> left hand on his right f-
1: two fingers and he's <laughs> just looking like smirking and shit just <laughs> looking around waiting for her to turn around.
0: Right. Just it up? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just that image alone, man. Oh shit. That's funny. I'm sorry, I'm an asshole. That's just that image yeah, alone. Yeah,
1: it, is, it is funny. And like I like like we publicly mistaken for the many episodes, we're not condoning sexual assault, rape, or any of that. This but does not sound like that, though. It, it just sounds like, like somebody that was uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But Went along with it. Let me. Do, I have some points that I had to break that. I, I wrote it all down. These are the first point. Number one, if she felt uncomfortable, she should have just left. If she had other right. chances to leave. She should have left. Point blank, she should have just told him to leave. Number two, he didn't force her first. Force her to do anything. She sucked his dick twice. Yep. He didn't force her. He didn't pressure her. He just said he just didn't. And when she and then when she told him like when she told him to stop, he stopped which is another point when she said stop he stopped every time and called her a cab at that mhm there was that she kept giving him nonverbal signs but she didn't want to communicate properly like an adult so she couldn't get him words. A, she should have just said i'm not comfortable with this and if he and if she would have said that he would have legit stopped so, I mean, he was stopping all throughout. Yeah. And, you know, like I said before, Aziz just comes off as a dude who has no game in foreplay. I mean, that's just. <laughs> like, I'll be embarrassed. Like, he's going to get roasted by his friends about it. I mean, it's embarrassing for him. It's hey, really, hey really man. embarrassing.
1: Personality and smiles go a long fucking way. Remember that.
0: <laughs> and if anything, he's probably going to make his. Because I don't think his career is going to be over after this. I really nah. feel. Because this article came out from The Atlantic, which you all should read, called The Humiliation of Aziz I'm Sorry. And this woman wrote a really good takedown piece of that piece of the, of the, of the, you know, the, the whole fucking expose or whatever. She took she pretty much destroyed that shit in just fucking 1300 words. So y'all should read that whenever you get a chance. But yeah, in a way he's going to be all right. He's going to bounce back. Hopefully. I really hope they don't cancel his show because of this. And I really just hope if anything, he just says, um, he, cause he did release a statement. Apologizing for it Because he is a, He is a firm per- believer In feminist Feminism and shit like for that For sure So Hopefully he, he just makes this into a You know A stand up piece <laughs> Which will be kind of funny Yeah And the, And also The website it comes from Because I did some I looked around the website And it's a really Man hating Men on trash um, I'm every woman But I'm gonna be a hoe on the side Type of website
1: Yeah Basically you know Gentrifying
0: Hoism that's exactly what it is. Exactly. And I'm always on the side of every of the women, of course, but the timing of both incidents, like I've said before, this came out a week after they won the Golden Globes with Jane Franco and Azizi. I'm sorry. They right. both won their awards, and now you want to come out and fucking try to destroy their careers. It's fucked up, man. Can you, can, you imagine, miss- can you imagine if it was a black dude? Oh, it did happen. Fucking um, what's his name? The dude who played Matt Turner. With a oh, yeah, yeah, even though, yeah, yeah, even though that situation was false and he was not accused, like he wasn't accused of everything, and he was not guilty on all counts, it still mm-hmm. fucked up the term of the movie and every- and his career has not been the same since. Well, yeah,
1: well, I mean, we we know why that ends up. They tried doing the same shit in preparation for Black Panther. We know mm-hmm. where those sources come from. It's not mm-hmm. a secret. Anytime you got a film made by black people that don't have white people shine in the bright light or don't have that many white people in the film at all. Of course there's gonna be some mysterious controversy that flows. I mean, with it.
0: yeah, like I uh, could be a good leader, I thought like they tried to get my boy Stan Lee. Well shit. Stan Lee was kind of a perv too, but Yeah. You know. hey, hey, hey nurses nurses out here trying to work against Stan
1: Lee.
0: <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, some shit that yeah. happened years ago. But you I know, know I can't
1: he, he groped him or something I like
0: I can't that. like I said shit happens years ago but it's just like this is where the whole me too shit gets fucked up. Cause then all these females are gonna come out talking about oh he touched my hand back then and I felt like I felt violated. Well, let's get him out the fucking pain. What? No, no. Shit, it's about to be a new fucking movement. Not me. Yeah, shit. Hashtag not me, not me.
1: Genuine need to wear genuine need to wear two hoodies. Me too, and not me.
0: <laughs> me too. Hashtag not me. Shout out to the <laughs> for that. But yeah, man, that, that shit hell just happened, right, because that shit happens to dudes all the damn time. Yeah, Sometimes, for sure. like when females like try to do that whole, they, they they give them signs and they do and they make and they do sexual acts on them, and then the next morning they text them like, "Oh, I didn't, I felt pressured and all this other shit," and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, what the fuck? He should have just told me this shit." And then right. they get themselves in a pickle and shit, like situations like this. For on sorry, he's just a very famous guy, and that shit happens. But like I said before, he's going to be all right unless more shit comes out. Long story short
1: for long story short for everybody, ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast. Yes. We are always going to be in defense of those who are claiming themselves to be victims of sexual assault. And this is not what I'm implying. What I am implying is if you are in a situation where you have control and nobody is forcing you to do anything and you still feel uncomfortable. Use your voice Period People ain't mind readers Like you gotta be You gotta be adult enough To use your voice That way mm. we know Because again Like Busby said Men are We We act on On actions Instead and of words if you, if you, Instead of words And if you're showing us Actions that show That you're down But you're not Just Tell you us can, that
0: shit Tell us This is very simple Very simple Just tell us that shit And we'll stop Now if they If the dude does that Does and he doesn't listen to you Then yeah That's a problem But if he stops, we will stop Because men are very simple We are very simple people, ladies We are very simple We're we're kind of one-track-minded in a way And we're very upfront So if you tell us to stop More than anything, we will stop Pretty much So, yeah So let's move on long I I heard someone told a lie today (laughs) 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 So anyway, when it comes to music I wonder if Aziz said
1: that this morning (laughs) when he he read the story. Oh, my word.
0: Somebody told told a lie lie today. He has that high-ass voice, and then all of a sudden, like, a deep voice comes in. Someone told me a lie today. Right. (laughs) Anyway, so when it comes to music... So, last week, Eminem dropped the chloroseptic remix, and as we're recording this, nothing has dropped yet, but um some some shit came out about the chloroceptic remix that i didn't know about bizarre from d12 came out and he pretty much posted a um picture from to five nine on twitter when he posted the um remix and he pretty much said like yeah don't bite the hand that feeds you i never like we never liked you anyway and he added joe button and i'm going like hold up, what so pretty much Bizarre imp- from D12 implied that M's verse on, chlor- on the Chloroceptic remix was a big-ass subliminal to Joe Button. And hmm. I was like, what? Nah. I was thinking he was going at all his critics and shit like that, but I don't think he was going at Joe. Because right. Eminem's known to be—he's not a subliminal person. You know exactly. how M is. He, maybe he is with certain people like cannabis and shit like that, but he's not a subliminal person. If he's going to diss you, he's going to say your name. And he's gonna make it very fucking obvious. He's a straight up person, but this shit, I just couldn't hear it. Maybe there was some lines in there, like maybe he was talking about Joe here, but I was like, that's nah, too far fetched, nah. And Joe, I mean, he went back and forth with Bizarre on, on Twitter, but he didn't really care about it. He went on his podcast saying, nah, it ain't about me," and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." However, I usually don't talk about this shit, but you know, they kind of gave me the permission, so I I get inside info from people on twitter every now and then people just tell yeah, me sure. random shit it, yep. they, i don't know why they tell me they just tell me shit because i'm busby <laughs> and one of my sources told me because he has people within the shady camp he told me that after that verse m is recording a lot supposedly allegedly he's report. he is recording a lot and he said he he wasn't 100% sure. This was, like, before shit started coming out. He told me mm-hmm. he's not 100% sure. But he heard that M has a record directed directed at Joe Button. He does not—he wasn't known for certain, but that's what he told me. And I was just like, I hope that's not true. I was like, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. I was like, man, that does it sound like him. Like, no, nah, he would go after Joe, right? Right. And then a few days later, I go on Twitter, and I see Joe Button post a tweet that say, I heard a wild rumor about me today. And I was just like Huh And then I'm just scrolling around YouTube and academics Whole ass academics Posts a fucking Um He posts a video And pretty much He said that His sources told him That yeah There's a diss track Aimed at Joe Button From Eminem Well damn S- And I'm just sitting back Like okay So academics is getting So we're all getting The same source So it's like If, 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 it's, go- if it's like a Strong rumor Going around in the industry It might Could happen so as we're recording this right now, it might have dropped already. It might not. Hopefully I don't want because if that shit happens, he Eminem would be no different than that whole ass nigga in office. <laughs> You're getting mad because of someone's opinion about your fucking shitty ass album. Like yeah, I'm still calling it shitty. That verse does not direct the fact that the album is still trash. Let's get that out the way. He's still For my sure. favorite artist. <laughs> yeah, he's still my favorite artist of all time, and that verse still made me a believer. But don't get it twisted. That album is still trash. Sorry, M. Yeah. But yeah, I hope. What, what do you think about it? Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I'm. Because I want new music from M. It's like great music where he's rapping, but I don't want no fucking shots at your own fucking label, mate. Right. I mean,
1: because I mean, at this point for me, we're talking about three figures that one's way past his prime, and two don't even have a pulse in hip hop in terms of the music anymore.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I'm not taking it like. We ain't listening for Bazaar, and you know he's got what one or two songs. Bazaar was the in. worst
0: member of D12. Come on, bro. Like
1: nobody's checking for Bazaar. And the thing is with Joe Budden is, granted he's not releasing music, but he's one of the hottest people in the
0: industry, in the culture.
1: Yeah, in the culture right now because of what he's doing with the the culture and taking it into you know uh, mm-hmm. with the podcast and the talk show. But yeah. we're dealing we're dealing with artists that aren't putting music out like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a different story if we're talking about three artists in their prime yeah yeah like we're so far beyond 2004 at this point where it's like that's why I'm just like man eh, we'll just wait to see what happens I'm not tripping off of it
0: I ain't but, um,
1: about it either so but you know some some quick notes it's actually a good way to go into this um, some more news coming out from aftermath um, your boy dr. Dre apparently is uh, your boy working on detox again.
0: Man, I was... uh, Yeah, I saw that little rumor from some dude on Yahoo said that he talked to Dre and said, what's up with Detox? And Dre just goes and says, I'm working on some shit. And then everyone's going like, oh my God, he's working on Detox. Yeah, and I'm like, he
1: didn't say he was working on Detox. He just, (laughs) just... But you know how people are, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep an just eye out detox, for that. Detox, no, no. That shit's tra- it's yeah, dead. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's dead. You know, he's working on music. We'll see what plays with
0: he's that. Made, Dr. Drake makes music for himself. That I don't know why he does it. He just makes music for himself, and he just keeps it in the vault. That's
1: all he does. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mary J. Blige. Um, she got her Hollywood Walk of Fame on Our her birthday, birthday. Uh, yes. last week. And side note, special shout out to my sister, because her and Mary J. Blige say, uh, share the same birthday, January 11th. Hey. Hey, that's what's up um kevin gates got released from prison finally so yeah so he yeah i saw i saw a
0: tweet saw i saw an instagram saying producer sent me beats so you know he yep. has a lot to I say i was just about
1: to say you know anticipate you know maybe three albums and seven mixtapes at this point mm-hmm. um lil uzi vert and dj drama apparently got some some uh they some have issues some they have some yeah and um to round this out um Something I wanted to talk about. Uh, Liam Neeson, did you watch the interview that he did with the Associated Press this week? I saw clip, bits and clips of it, but I remember hearing about it. Yeah, so, you know, of course, he's getting ready to promote uh, his um, new film, The Commuter. Um, and that he, movie's good, by the way. You should see that. Okay, for sure. Um, and so they were talking about just the, uh, the imbalance when it comes to equality between men and women in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> I'm laughing because this shit's funny as hell. He goes on this tangent about we have to be better as men. We have to fix the issue that we've put aside for these women. You know, there's a reason why they're obeying the ways that the laws ran. It's because we've done it and we have to fix it. And the reporter then asks him, So, are you willing to take a pay cut so that women can get equal pay? And he just looks at her and says, No. <laughs> And And that that taken voice? Yes. And not only does he follow, not only does he say no, No. it's the follow up that'll kill you because then it's no, 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 no. (laughs) And as I'm I'm watching it, all I took from that is I found two brand new sound bites that we could put
0: on our show. (laughs) So, for the listeners out there, Liam Nelson. Liam Nelson. No. It's Liam Neeson. That's quite on Jinn, bro. That's like that's like from Get Out. Oh no 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 no.
1: But yeah, I found that hilarious. And as a result of that hilarity, from this point forward, you will now hear random no's and no 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 there was some new music to- that dropped out. Um, oh, yes,
0: there was. Yes, there was. Yeah, you know, of course the soundtrack, Yeah, man. of course, we're getting ready.
1: You know, that we're, what, T-minus one full month away from... When does the soundtrack drop? Yeah, I, well, I would imagine that the soundtrack would drop. You know, soundtracks we usually drop, what, three days before, but that was because it was on a Tuesday. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that they drop the soundtrack a week before, but chances are the soundtrack going to drop on the same day. Probably. Anyways... Okay. um, we had a new offering, um, this mm-hmm. time from J-Rock featuring Kendrick, James Blake, and Future. Yes. Um, this was called King's Dead,
0: and motherfucking J-Rock is motherfucking spitting. He always spits, man. Kendrick was spitting. the only verse that needed to get cut out was Futures. <laughs> you know why. I don't it know. Added, it added some relevancy. I mean, you know. It added some weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's you i yeah but when it comes to that when it comes to these songs now now i'm wanna now i kind of want to get away from that i don't want to listen to these singles now i want to listen to the if this is pretty much what they're saying kendrick pretty much pulled an american gangster with this shit so mm-hmm. it's pretty much a kendrick slash tde compilation album right so i want to reel back and i just want to see okay how does this how does this album gonna sound fully Cause it's gonna be like a, it's pretty much gonna be like American Gangster. That's what that's how one source said it. He said it's pretty much his own version of American Gangster. Right. So, hey, shout out to Marvel. That's gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's a that's a big move. Yeah. Um, as far as albums go, dry week. It was a really dry week since it's the yeah. beginning of the
1: year. But, but we did find we did find two. Um, yes. one that we're familiar with, and one that I actually did some research, and I was like, oh, I know about her all along. Um, mm-hmm. I just never paid attention. Yes. Um, so to start off with, we got uh, rapper Sylvan Lecue. Shout out,
0: mm-hmm. shout out Sylvan.
1: Definitely. Um, and shout out to my boy uh, Jonathan, who serves as his videographer. He's actually the one that put me up on uh, Sylvan. And then you put
0: me up on Sylvan, and then yeah. you know yeah. Sylvan shouted me out. And he's a wrestling fan, so we Hell best yeah. friends. So we all best friends. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so he dropped his latest
1: album, Apologies in Advance. Yes. And um this is something that I feel that everybody
0: needs to check out for sure it really does really has a very when I heard it the first time because he gave me like a listen in advance it it felt very section eighty ish if mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. it had a great vibe throughout the whole album and it's, it's pretty much a concept album where he's pretty much having a session about his mental health and he's sitting talking to people about what he goes through and every song represents his mindset at that moment,
1: yeah, so the way they uh the way he Composed this was um, the songs are um, put in between a bunch of interludes and these interludes are um, of him um, in a circle with um, basically in a group um, and they're having a meeting mm-hmm. and they're um, and you know they're talking about just you know life like Busby was saying mental illness um, just the struggles of stress and feeling like you got to appease everybody and the dope thing about it is that with each interlude and in it, as it brings on something different those are what the next few songs tie in with yes they do. My, my my favorite track on here is Selfish.
0: Selfish mm-hmm. is a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: especially, I like that, uh, I like the interlude as well.
0: Yeah, the lead into it. Like, the whole album itself, like, Guilt Trip and Empathy and Coffee Break. I was really fucking with Coffee, Coffee Break.
1: Coffee Break and Grateful were really yes. the two that caught my attention. Yeah. Um, but for me, the, uh, the interlude and the song that really stuck, like, really stuck out to me was... Um, Step ten, which was ain't no perfect and then perfect imperfections, yeah, and for me that good. one that one really stood out because they did bring up a good point in um, the interlude, which was if there's no such thing as perfect, that means that you gotta let go of this concept that. There's imperfection as well yeah, And and that's something that you really don't think of Until you actually break it down Because yes, we go about life thinking Oh, I gotta do it this perfect way In reality, the reality of the situation is There's no such thing as perfect mm-hmm. But even in recognizing that We still operate off of the fact that Wow, I still got imperfections myself yeah. But if ain't no such thing as perfect There's no such thing as imperfect, imperfect either
0: Nobody's um, perfect
1: Yeah, so and then of course imp- The perfect imperfections um, was a good one
0: I like the last track, 555. I was about
1: to say, and then, you know, there's something about rappers when they have titles that are... Uh, he, that said, are he
0: said flat out he was really inspired by 444. So okay. that's, that, that record really inspired him to really just go and tackle it. And he made it the last track, and it was perfect. He put it right after the apology accepted. That really ties into everything. That's and that track kind of pretty much sums up the entire album. So... Yeah, it's a really good It's a really good album. Y'all should go and listen to it, man. Something For like sure. you. Yeah, you nah, that's that's
1: definitely something you want to add into your list. You want to check
0: out. Yeah, it's, it's, he dropped it on the perfect day because there wasn't really a lot of music that dropped. So you could really sit with it. And I think probably in the next few weeks, there's not going to be a lot of music that's going to come out. So y'all should really just sit with this album and really listen to it until the next batches pop up randomly. Definitely. And Havana, oh, na na nah.
1: Yeah, so we had a... Um, again... I obviously knew about Havana. Um, I didn't know really that much about uh, Camila uh, Cabello till I actually doing, started doing some research on her and realized I actually did know about her this whole time. I just never paid attention. Yeah. Um, so Camila Cabello, um, this is her debut um, eponymous album because the album's name is uh, Cam- uh, Camila. Um, she was one of the five members of Fifth Harmony, um, the group that started out on X Factor and then ended up having... A decent uh, career as a, as a yeah as a unit group. Mm-hmm. Um, she went solo. Uh, she felt that as much as she loved being in the group, she had her own creative ways that she, she wanted to go about as a solo artist. She pretty much pulled with Justin, basically. Um, and this is you know after they kind of identified her as the lead singer, um, yada yada yada. So going into it, I kind of I wasn't I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just I'm just knowing okay, this is probably gonna be you know one of those popish albums. As um, soon as I pressed play, though, I was pleasantly surprised that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very Latin pop and R&B type vibe. And yeah. in doing some more research with it, I found out that um, Frank Dukes pretty much uh, was not only heading the boards um, as the main producer, but he also served as executive producer. Um, and those that... You probably won't know the name Frank Dukes, but as soon as you search up his production credits, or you'll know exactly who your y'all your iTunes, talking about. Or your
0: iTunes producer list. Yeah, he's on. He does. A, he did a lot of shit. Oh yeah, he's well
1: known without the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed this album. Uh, I liked it for what it was. Um, she's got a really good voice. Um, never be the same in all these years. They really highlight her voice, which is her voice. It's it's not necessarily the strength it's more kind of like a soft and subtle but it has this rasp to it that yeah affect, that yeah, edge yeah, yeah. yeah I know what um, you mean. yeah so it makes it sound very raw and it sounds genuine um hmm so yeah so those were the two tracks that really stood out of course those are the beginning ones Havana um, of course Havana of yeah. course was the lead single with Young Thug again and that was a good
0: look for Thug man Thug jumped yeah. on that track real and good
1: as, as I say all the time on here when it comes to him as a solo artist I'm not paying attention but when he's featured or when he's doing collab projects you got my attention see what if right, Young Thug goes. apologizes for those comments and said that then he we was can, wrong then me, we sir. can move forward
0: Okay That's
1: all he has to do I don't hold grudges against nobody I mean I'm just
0: looking at I'm because Young Doug hasn't been You know He hasn't been trolling lately. I think I, I, I can see He's really focused more On the music and shit Well Last week he was on Fucking Instagram He was at the strip club I'm mean, like okay He's he straight No yeah. pun intended yeah. <laughs> With me with this album It was cool It was it, It's not my taste pretty much Because you put mm-hmm. me onto it So I was like okay So it was. It, 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 I came into it expecting pop, and I got pop, and I can't mm-hmm. be mad at it. It's not my cup of tea, you know, because I I can deal with pop, but don't get too pop, poppy, you know. Right? Because Justin Bieber, I think I guess he's like the perfect example. He 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 can pretty much do it all. Same with Chris Brown. Fuck him. Right. But he could do it all. So this one, she just kind of stayed one track, and probably on the second half, that's when it kind of started just getting. Very like slow and m- melodic and shit like that, and maybe that's yeah. when the soulful shit came out, like "Real Friends" and "Fucking Something's Got to Give." Right, but it was cool. You know, it was it was a little nice teaser. It's not even that long either. It's like a 37 it's 37 minutes. Or so if you take off the "Never Be the Same" radio edit, it's probably like thirty minutes or thirty-five oh, yeah. minutes.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a half it gets hour right. Album. Yeah, it gets right straight to the point. Um,
0: so, so definitely for those, um, that's something I definitely would recommend checking out. You know, but like you said, man, like we said, it was a. It's, a, it's still early in the year, so no one, everyone's prepping for it to come out because Justin Timberlake's about to come out with another song this right. week. So, you know, hopefully you'll like this one, okay? Hey, I still we'll, fuck we'll, with Filthy. We'll see. Filthy uh,
1: is the clean version. Well, you know why people are, you know, taking their time right now. Playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. It is yeah. the playoffs and my oh my man what a divisional round we had oh, yes this weekend. we had so let's start off can we start off with the vikings of let's course start off with so, that shit man yeah, so last week in the wild card round um it was boring. I, yeah it was very boring and i did not give my best performance on the picks so i went one and three <laughs> um this week i would have went four and oh had i stuck with my pick on the eagles um but i last minute i picked the falcons and we'll get to that later that's what you get Yeah, the moral of the story is Children, stick to your convictions (laughs) Don't pick Atlanta Yeah, now as far as the Vikings go um, I was I came home and I'm watching the game By the time I got home it was 17-0 And I'm like, man, I ain't watching this shit Um, So I watched uh, David Letterman His new show, Netflix Which is
0: really good, by the way, with the greatest president of all time
1: Yeah Um, So we have Obama on there, which I appreciate it Definitely want to, uh, for those, check that out um, so I'm watching that, and then I get ready to do some homework. And out of nowhere, on my, I get the update on my phone. Yeah. The Saints erase 17-0 deficit and are, have now taken the lead. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And so I'm like, hold up. So I changed the channel. When I changed the channel, it's right after the Vikings had made the field goal to go up, um, what was it, 21-20. to 20. And so... At that point, now I'm in tune because I'm like, oh, shit, okay, cool. We got a nice, you know, we're we going. Now we got a game. Now we got a game. Um, Drew Brees does what Drew Brees do, and um, he drove them all the way down. They kicked the field goal, and there's like 25 seconds left in the
0: game. Let's just get to the last 10 seconds, man. Yeah, fast, fast forward. Let's just get to that.
1: Case Kingdom's, you know, they're not complete passes. He finally connects with, I, forget, I think it was Diggs, and they get to wherever they were with 10 seconds left
0: yeah and i remember i was at work so i saw all this go down on my phone and i look at the phone and i was like 10 seconds left where were they
1: what yard line were they at um well it was a 61 yard touchdown so they had to have been around the 30 yard line
0: yeah they're at the 30 i was just like hey, this game's over so i put my phone down F- shit 15 seconds, 15 minutes later not 15 like probably five two minutes later i get a notification saying vikings win i'm like hold on what and yeah. I saw the video. Let me, let me break it down since you always like breaking it down. Oh, boy, hikes the ball, and he throws it to Gigs. Case gets Keenum. K- Case Keenum, my bad. K- no, no, Case no. K- so Case Keenum h- hiked the ball. Case Keenum uh, hiked the ball, yes. Yeah, he threw it to huh. Stefan Diggs. And he caught it, and then the way it all happened—that like, even watching it, it's in slow motion. You see the Saints player try to go in for a tackle. Yeah, he so, misses it. So Saints, uh, Saints rookie, um, his, the
1: rookie safety Marcus Williams, mm-hmm. um, he leads with his head for whatever reason. Like it's like and he
0: missed the hit stick on that. Yeah, like he, and yeah. So
1: how he described it in the post game interview was he was saying, "I didn't want to get in a situation where I get called for pass interference, and then they get another play." Which at that point, when you it made rewind sense. it again, it made sense on what he was doing. But it's just testament. Don't lead with your head. Um, oh, because, damn. yeah, it, like Busby said, he it would look like a legit hit stick that went wrong in Madden. Yeah, and when and, and, he and missed,
0: then when he, he hit his own player. Yes. And, it and then opened, all opened this the lane and he Stephon just Diggs. ran for the touchdown. Nobody around him. It was someone out of a fucking movie. It yeah. was like, oh, my God. Now, if I was Viking, and there was in Minnesota, that stadium erupted. And then he took off his helmet. Oh, boy, took out his helmet and just did some old fucking, you know, hands in the air. And I saw a meme video where they played Celine Dion's My Heart Goes On. <laughs> and the
1: memes were on point. I don't know if you, if you saw the clip of Patrick Ewing um, last month where he oh, was looking yeah. at one of his players when he that had no business shooting a shot and he goes Yeah. When do you practice that shot? <laughs> do you take that when? shot? <laughs> do you take when? that shot when when? And they they stuck that one on here and said, <laughs> "Do you practice that tackle? <laughs> when?" <laughs> <laughs> and so then um shout out to my boy uh Brandon, he brought another one into uh TSDN where um it showed a whole bunch of people running from a from a gun shooting and then it had uh, Marcus Williams like Ducking with the hit stick Like in the midst of it Oof. Like running away <laughs> That's fucked <laughs> Just up Just a whole lot of stuff And then what made The matters even worse This is a rule That I hate in the NFL It should be a walk off And then that's it No They had to kick the field goal. They had to do one final play For the PAT So the Saints They had to send uh, 11 of the Saints players Back out from the locker room Because at, at this Cause point everyone celebrating ain't nothing, Everyone's yeah, celebrating. Ain't nothing left to stand around and do Like it's time to go and the clock
0: went out too. Like literally, when he crossed the pond, the clock went to zero. That yeah, and was And so it.
1: the the significance on that is that this is actually the first time in postseason history where we've had a walk off touchdown. It's never happened before. That's crazy.
0: That's and, fucking crazy.
1: Um, yeah, it just it was pandemonium and menace. They're calling it the
0: the mini miracle. You should have um, saw the the um, Louisiana this one Louisiana newspaper. It just said explicit, explicit, explicit because they were cussing fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, Cause, yeah, because um, you can't defend I, that. Like it's one of those like you can't really say
1: anything. It's like this is and, it, and and really it sucks because Marcus Williams had a great rookie year. Like in actuality, he was one of the reasons why they even got back in the game yesterday. He had a key interception in in the game that allowed them to come back um but it's just man it's one of those things where shit
0: what adrian peterson feels for
1: hey he was (laughs) as bad as marcus williams was for that play yesterday there's no way in hell that matches how adrian peterson was watching both his former teams playing in that game in the playoffs so um yeah so that was that um The Jaguars apparently shocked everybody by beating the Steelers. I wasn't shocked. I actually called that game um, for a few reasons. Number one, defensive back Mike Mitchell opened up his mouth talking about, oh, we're excited to play the Patriots. And I'm like, hold up, bro. Y'all got a game before you got to potentially play the Patriots in the AFC game. Um, Next thing you know, Le'Veon Bell comes out. And he's threatening to sit out the entire 2018 season, or even just retire if the Steelers franchise tag him again. <laughs> so you know their attention ain't on this game. Yeah. And of course all the analysts they're picking against the Jaguars. And I'm like, yo, this is a perfect. If there's ever a perfect trap game, this is the perfect trap game. And sure enough, at one point in this game, the score was 28 to seven Jaguars.
0: Yep. And then within the was it the fourth quarter, third fourth quarter? That's when they came back.
1: No, I wouldn't even say they started coming back. I mean, they, they it got close. It got to 28-21, but it seemed like as soon as they were creeping up and creeping Jaguars in, Jaguars kept, kept pulling away. And, and Adrian or I'm sorry, Antonio Brown had a he pretty much spearheaded the game um for the the Steelers, but they just they could not stop that offense. They couldn't stop that, that
0: offense at all. That defense. Which is
1: means, crazy. Yeah. That. It's crazy. It's crazy because last week the offense only scored 10 points.
0: Yeah. And
1: they put up 45. Well, if we could really be
0: really specific, my Niners beat to shut up the Jaguars.
1: <laughs> nah, that don't mean much. Shut up.
0: But um, <laughs> I would say the Jaguars need to fix up that defense because they're about to go against Brady and them. Well, see, here's the thing about the Jaguars defense. Um,
1: they're definitely going to have to clean it up going against Brady. Mm-hmm. But the thing is i read a stat they had 55 sacks this year man stats and yeah. no no no. here's the here's the importance of this they had 55 sacks while they drop back seven to eight players in defense which means they're getting all these sacks just off a of three-man pressure if they can find a way to penetrate the patriots offensive line and get that you, as they're covering you, his, getting, his
0: receivers getting brady's face he becomes a whole different quarterback exactly so, so we'll, we'll see how that we'll see, how, see how that, how that plays. plays out yeah but at the same time um, it's the fucking patriots and Yeah, really so, yeah. Of, and also when oh, back to that game i remember in the last few seconds yeah they, they i just hate the time management the steelers had they literally just gave up in the last few in the last few minutes they gave up and i was like you right whole ass niggas you all i mean that's, that's,
1: that's basically what it was um one of the jaguars players actually last week he actually called the score of the the game when they were asking them you know it doesn't matter to us you know we'll play a a grind out game or even if we got to win 45 to 42 you know we'll take it and a week later that was the final score 45 to 42 well damn yeah Um, and then catapulting from the pay, uh, patriots
0: uh, yeah we kind of all expected that outcome it was what 35 to 7 i mean like for that. me i they wanted some i wanted some fuckery to happen i wanted the titans to win because i wanted something different but you can't stop brady and them even conflict or no conflict within the organization they are still the patriots and they will tap that ass
1: yeah so you know they titans were the first ones to score and from what i remember they didn't score brady again.
0: just said you know well you know who the
1: fuck i am Basically. <laughs> so. um, but then reports actually just came out this morning that um, the coach, <laughs> uh, head coach, Mike Malarkey, and the Titans, they agreed to part ways. Yeah, I saw that.
0: I saw, I saw uh, that. Even after he took
1: them to the playoffs. That's fucked up. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. How and long then, has he been
0: coaching for him?
1: Um, I think it was four years. Oh. But see, it's interesting for me because the last two years he's had a winning, winning record, and this was their first year back in the playoffs. So something tells me something's going on internally. That's probably. Um, and then lo and behold josh mcdaniels is actually getting another shot at head coaching because as soon as he finishes up as the patriots offensive coordinator whenever their season ends um he's going over to the colts and he's going to be their next head coach well the
0: belichick's um disciples that's what i call them belichick's disciples man yeah so well, shout out to there's them. there's that and, and then of York course coach, like i said the
1: john like i said the uh the
0: eagles oh um, the eagles yeah, we got to get them yeah, yeah, Atlanta, I, I, Atlanta, I, I,
1: Man. I picked the Eagles, and then I was like, wait a minute, they don't have Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> Nick Foles is dope, but I don't know if he can get past this Falcons, especially the ones that put up 26 points last week. Yeah, again, stick with your convictions, because this ended in a 15-10 to 10 final. And the Falcons look like they did not know what the hell they were doing on offense. Yeah, they
0: didn't. They really didn't. Matt Ryan didn't know what he was doing. And it's like, well, damn, Matt. And it, that's crazy. And like five, like on Monday, fucking Georgia gives up a fucking t- like the Georgia gives up the touchdown mm-hmm. at home. And then five days later, you try to get over that shit, and Atlanta lays a fucking goose egg and fucks up. So I don't you know what's going on. You can get a brand new stadium,
1: hmm. but it will not counteract the fact that Georgia sports is either cursed. Or they're just pure ass when it comes down to it. I'll say pure ass. Yeah,
0: let's say ass. I'm I'm, I'm siding. I that. like ass, so they're, they're yeah. pure ass. Someone told me a lie today. So <laughs> 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 well, when it comes to your um, coach, he had your coach John Gruden. He had himself a little press conference, and he looked like he yeah. felt right at home. Yeah, so he fit
1: right in. Of course, um, like we touched on last week, uh, John Gruden was returning back to the Raiders. Tuesday, they held the press conference. Felt so real looking um, at that though. Yeah, a bunch of his former players, um, they all showed up in attendance to lend their support. Charles Woodson even asked a question, um, you know, is there a non-trade clause in your contract? You know, referring back to when Al Davis traded him away to the the Bucks. Um, everybody had a good laugh at that. Basically, what he said was, you know, I'm here to get down to work. I'm not here to clash with anybody. Um, I plan on working real well with Reggie McKenzie. You know, at the end of the day, this isn't about what I want. It's not about what Reggie wants. It's not about what Mark Davis wants. It's about what's best for the Raiders. And, of course, you know, when you think of Raiders, you think of John Gruden. Um, Raiders nation across, across the land are ecstatic about this. Um, he's putting together his staff. So uh, offense coordinator um, Greg Olson is actually returning. Um, he was there my first two years as the offense coordinator. Okay. Um. So he's coming back Um. after his tenure with he the Rams. He brought back
0: Tom Cable?
1: Yeah, Tom Cable's coming back as the offensive line coach. I just coach. looked
0: at that right now. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. so he'll he's be the, the offensive line wasn't coach. He the, wasn't he the um, dude that got in trouble with all those women? Oh, no, no. Nah. Who You're
1: am I thinking, thinking of? Tom Cable was, the former, was uh, a head coach of the Raiders before.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. He was the one that got, he got in all that funk. You don't remember that?
1: Mm-mm. Oh, was he? Oh, shit. Maybe. Yeah, I hell, that's why I was shocked. Hey man, got, hey, man, you got to remember, I was a 49ers fan when all that, that stuff was But I still, I, I paid shit. attention to when that nigga got caught up with shit. No. Damn. Okay,
0: well. Well,
1: yeah, shit. So he's coming back as offensive line coach. Um, defensive coordinator uh, Paul Gunther is uh, coming over from the Cincinnati Bengals. And then as a special teams coach, he's got uh, Rich uh,
0: Basich, uh, well, so, so Chucky's Chucky's getting his people together. He's ready yeah, to play. So Chucky's yeah, ready to play.
1: Going, so we'll see how that plays out. I um, really Seahawks hope fired, I, Who they fired? Uh, well, they fired their offensive coordinator. Well, so um, ain't going to help. They still trash. Fuck them. Yeah, and the only reason why I bring them up is because I don't know if they filled that vacancy, but the reason why I put them on here is because they announced uh, the Raiders are going back to London and they will be playing the Seahawks on October 14th. And that's how they're playing that out. Don't you kind of? Um, don't you kind of? Those are the days you kind of do miss, so you could go to London. Oh, the shit. travel days. Yeah. 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 But that that ride to London's also eighteen hours, so you know. Mm. Yeah.
0: But you would be in London yeah. though. Yeah, but like a week, right? Gotta,
1: yeah, I'd also have to sit down on a plane for thirty-six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, it's not as, it's not as comfortable as you think. Oh, I know. I figured it's not, but still. Yeah. Mm. Um, your Niners were in the news. Yeah, yeah It's just the weed Oh uh, yeah, fucking Ruben uh, Foster man Got arrested yeah. for weed In Alabama yes. we're, we're, We'll see how that plays It'll out right. Right. He's not Just don't be like um. Your what's his name Josh Gordon No uh, 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 Fucking what was his name He's on your team Or well, was on your team Fuck what's his name And he can't get reinstated You know who Oh t- Alden Smith Yeah don't be like Alden That's all oh. <laughs> He was on your team. Motherfucker,
1: he made his name on the 49ers. Well, he's on your team now. That's your boy. That's your boy. And yeah, I
0: don't think he might find a team now, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, Texans were in the news, so they got a brand new GM in uh, Brian Gang. They gave him a five year contract. And then they also gave a, uh, a five year extension to head coach what Bill was, O'Brien for What was the
0: record this year?
1: It wasn't good, but you got to remember it was because um, Deshaun Watson he tore his ACL.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Remember
1: the remember rookie quarterback? He came in all of a sudden. They ended up winning three or four in a row. True, 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 true. They were on the rise up, and then he tore his ACL in yeah. practice. That's true. That's right. All right. All um, I, I, I'm I'm never gonna hold a head coach responsible for injuries. Like that, that's just that's something that's out of his control. Oh, Davis can. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um and Korean then recipes, fo- yeah yeah then the football talks um, Keith Jackson who was known as the voice of college football for decades um, he passed away at the age of eighty nine so rest in peace to him mm-hmm. um, on the basketball side I'm gonna keep this short and simple um, there's a Every- the chippiness going on in the NBA everybody wanna fight somebody I think they're um, getting they had- ready for the they're getting ready for the um, All Star pick and choose shit. Yeah, they're getting ready for the holes in L.A. Like, they're they trying to <laughs> stake claim. Um, Miami's James Johnson and the Raptors' Serge Ibaka got into it, and that was a—you got to understand, James Johnson is trained in martial arts, and his mom and dad, the way they punished, they did not give out whoopings. If they felt you were excessively disrespected, they took your ass in a ring, and they they was going at it, so okay. that's how he grew up. Well, that's so he's used to throwing hands. Uh, Damian Lillard was pissed off with CP3. Because, uh, you know, they were getting I wouldn't say they were getting blown out But the game was pretty much over And CP3 went in for a
0: layup it's Just and
1: practice Yeah, Dame was like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Like, what's, what's up with you? And he, and, tries went about sl- the way.
0: and he tried to slap the ball out of his hand And CP3 just looked at him like, dude, why are you mad?
1: You lost yes. Yeah, pretty much Go home. Um, LeBron
0: out here catching all these L's right LeBron now LeBron wants to leave the way I'm looking at him He's ready to leave He just wants to get to the finals, get smoked again and leave
1: yeah, he's just – I mean, uh, in, on one instance, I know he's preserving himself because he's so used to playing the June. On the flip side, though, there was a highlight of uh, them playing the Mavericks and um, the rookie Dennis Smith just literally blew right past him and he didn't he, – when I say he didn't even try, he tried more at just standing and watching than he actually tried at even trying to do something. Wow, that's very
0: un- LeBron-like. Yeah. Um, he wants and to then, leave. You know, he's,
1: he, he's yelling at the players on he's the sideline. He's yelling at the coach. Yeah. It, it got on Instagram and Kyrie Irving over in Boston he made it. headlines he, because he liked it. Yep. So you know, so he's
0: kind of just like, "Yep, I made the right decision leaving them niggas." Yeah, basically. <laughs> um,
1: so you know, he's feeling good. But one person that ain't feeling the chippiness, your boy. Um, that's a uh, that's your boy, Kevin Durant. Nah, that's that's uh, your boy. That's, that's Golden State's boy. <laughs> Actually, that's your boy because you're a Warriors fan. I ain't a Warriors um, fan, bro. But that's your boy. Nah, that you you the Warriors fan. No, nah, either way, um, Kevin Durant shouts out to him. It's a very big accomplishment. He reached uh, 20,000 points last week. Um, like I always say, regardless of my hate affair with the Warriors, I will never ever allow the hate to get in the way of recognizing good basketball. Mm-hmm. And he's a uh, for sure a future Hall of Famer. Um, so shouts out to him. So he's stop bitching though. And that he does. Um, my baby Lakers out here stunning. They on a four game win streak ever since LeVar came out and said the team quit on Luke. Um, well, they and they're doing it. it on they're doing it on defense too, of all places, which mm-hmm. makes me feel real good. How are um, they in two K? Because I'm thinking about buying two K. I mean, I'm a boss at two K,
0: so it don't matter who I run with. Well, okay. I, I can make but, it work. But I know, but like them as players, and, Oh, because you know your player that's how I am with. I don't know it's hella random. I was just thinking, how are they on two K? Because I might just fuck with them. Because I don't. Because I could play with the Warriors, but that's like cheating. So I just I want to play with someone that's like on the come up. So the Lakers seem like that team I could play with man I could play with the hawks and I will still get people that work mm-hmm. it, it don't matter to me He's it's pretty much know if, to yeah if you know the, the yeah, if you knew the gif, you know the game, yeah. That's right. how I, am with my I know. Niners. I know
1: cats that pick the Warriors and they out here catching els because all they do is shoot threes. Because they thinking, they're thinking that everything's automatic. gonna go in. No, you got to work right. for those. Yeah, stinky. nah, nah, son, you you gotta you gotta run that offense. Uh, that's why I love. Um, him.
0: Oh, sorry. Go on. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, cause I remember when I played Madden. I remember <laughs> I haven't played a game in three years. I think I told this story, but I used the no when the Niners were like before Kaepernick and them showed up. I would always mm-hmm. use the Niners and I'll run the ball on them and I'll go against them. I'm picking the Niners. This is back when they were like. They're ranking 75 and shit And niggas are going like I'll be Niggas be on mic Like oh you picking the Niners I'm going to whoop your ass I'm going to use the Patriots And shit I'm like for sure and then I just run the ball up their ass, pause. But I was just run the ball and use, and they get all confused because their dumbass always spreads out the fucking defense. They get a 3 4 defense, they spread everything out. I'm like, nigga, I'm running right up the middle. You think I'm gonna keep passing? No, fuck that. That's boring. I'm right. gonna run on your ass. And then they get all mad that I run the score up on them. I'm like, well, yeah. And then when they get, when they stack everyone in the middle, play action, touchdown, and then they quit fucking whole exactly. asses i don't know I don't I why <laughs> i applied this
1: lesson to life you can have the shiniest uh, instruments and tools all you want if you do not know how to use them yep they're fucking pointless and they're useless yep exactly so um, so that's how that goes with 2k but yeah the like i said baby lakers out here stunning um i don't know if we're gonna pull the win out against the grizzlies in mm-hmm. a couple hours Man, half but, faith. Uh, just have faith well the thing is ingram and Monzo ain't playing they're oh all hurt. well shit we can still pray I mean, like I said, I, 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 I hope for it. But, you know, if, if the streak ends today, I ain't going to be too upset. You mm-hmm. know, so far beyond our call. Well, And then to close out, for uh past couple of years, everybody's been, you know, trying to get Kobe to go over to TNT because we all thought it would be the perfect fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he seems to be the one that knew far better than us because I will be the first to admit, the guys on T- TNT um, kind of stale this year. Not not going to lie. They are. Um but I bring that up to say that he's made a big business move where he's taking his talents to ESPN.
0: Yes, his own show where he just yeah, breaks he will down game. Yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, he will have a brand new show called Detail, and uh, that's going to be premiering in March. And what he's going to be doing is he'll be picking a game uh, previously shown on ESPN, which means the show is probably going to be on a Thursday since uh, ESPN runs the games Wednesday and Friday. Uh-huh. And um, he's just going to break it down live. Um, he feels that, you know, it's going to be live. Yeah. He's going to, he's actually going to be breaking down the the game film. Oh, wow. Watching it live. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Is it going to be like, It's it's like so. It's like past games from like past NBA seasons. Yeah. So
1: what? So what's going to happen is no, no. So what's going to happen is is ESPN will likely run a game on a Wednesday.
0: Oh. And then the Thursday he's going to break it it down. Yeah.
1: It's basically it's basically uh, Gruden's QB uh, QB camp. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, that's genius. That could that could that could work for Kobe. That would work. That's perfect for him. Oh yeah. Mm, okay. He stays in tune with basketball, but he ain't got to do shit or deal with anybody. Uh, I appreciate that. Man, Jordan. That, that's a man that. Yeah, he, he knows
0: what he knows. What works for him. Jordan should have did that shit, but you know, Jordan's out here making shoes and shit. So nah. whatever. Still, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm a final note, I have like a final note that I want to talk about. It kind of interests me. So, sounds like so before. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. Go on. Go on. Before we get to your final note.
1: Um We didn't have a chance to go over this last week, Mm. but I just want to give a quick note. We appreciate everybody that gave their feedback um, on uh, critiquing the show from last year. yeah! Um, We we definitely uh, paid attention to some of the, um, I guess, opinions and uh, suggestions. And one of the things that I am happy to announce, and like I mentioned earlier, we started up the Twitter account. We are going to be looking for listener feedback to incorporate throughout the show. So what we're going to be doing is We will be posting polls We'll be posting questions um, Follow your account What's the account? You just made it The at So it is So at T Illogical S P um, first of all, we can't fit more than 15 damn characters In an app for whatever reason I don't fucking understand <laughs> but whatever. And we actually had an account That we created in November But we forgot the password Yeah, we literally
0: forgot I remember like, we were at barbecue Like, yeah, make it now I'm like, oh, for sure And I yeah. made it And, and then, then we went to Henny Palooza, <laughs> And we forgot everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember, I think I, I thought I saved it on my notes And then you was like, yo, send me the password I'm like, oh, I'll send it And I was looking for it and I was like, what the fuck is it? Uh, well, right mm, Alright
1: well <laughs> um, But yeah so So again that's At uh, T Illogical SP um, You can follow us now And again you can do The same thing of course With the Instagram That's been up for a while mm-hmm. And um, we're gonna start Looking for segments To include y'all Motherfuckers in So that way you can Be a part of the show With us And we gonna yeah. lead to some, some future segments That we're proud to announce When the time properly comes
0: Exactly So My final note Was Sarah Silverman Comedian Sarah Silverman Late last year Before the end year was up She got into a She was kind of Ranting and raving About the whole ass nigga In office or something She was talking about something And a Twitter troller Came in there And pretty much Randomly called her a cunt I don't know why See I don't know Why you laugh I told you this earlier You laughed before <laughs> It's not I'm not laughing Because that It's just
1: The the word itself Cunt Like do you know How pissed off You gotta be To call somebody a cunt I, Yeah man I mean... Because that's, that's a word that neither one of us use unless we're quoting somebody. Or unless we're really just angry. If you're really angry at a female, you call her a cunt, you must... Yeah, manage, like, that, she must have hurt do you. Do you understand how triggered you have to be? I don't know, to me, that's just, just funny. Like, he was triggered that badly to call her that.
0: Uh, you, I'm sorry, keep, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so he <laughs> called her a cunt. So instead of blocking him or just tearing him down Sarah Silverman just went into his profile and just started reading she she had a delayed reaction she wanted to see what made this dude that prompted him just to call her a cunt for whatever reason so she went on his profile and read through his profile and when she was scrolling down she saw that he's kind of low-key depressed and he has back problems he has no friends huh. and he was pretty much trying to get banned from Twitter so he was just cr- doing whatever oh, he wow. can to get his account like suspended and taken down and shit so she replies back saying like, "Yo, I've been there before. Like, you know, you, uh, you can't. You need to go seek help. You know, there's classes for that. You need to seek help. And, you know, I know that feeling that my back is messed up. So, yeah, you, know, you should talk to someone and see. I, I answered. I responded back to you with love. And." Mm-hmm. He was kind of shocked. He was shocked, like, and then he kind of responded back, like, "I don't know how to how to love or whatever." He said something like along that, and they pretty much did a whole back and forth thing on Twitter. They could have DM'd each other, but it was all public. And she was engaging with him and sent him links to go seek help for his depression and shit like that. And she and she gave him with she gave him love. And after that, he went and got help. And he's I guess from looking at his Twitter, he's in a better place now. But I just thought that was really just. That was really nice of her to do that And that's something that's missing in this world With all the fuckery going around People just need love at the end of the day They need love and communication And, you know, I just want to end it on that note Because, especially on this day because That's all Martin Luther King just preached He just wanted us all to love one another That's all That he did And but
1: one thing that he also preached was
0: uh... I've seen what's around the corner I've seen what's over the horizon And I promise you you niggas have nothing to celebrate. And no, I won't get there with you. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to, I'm to Canada. Going to Canada.